Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. Uh, my guest today is Ronaldo Rivera. He's the Chief Communication Officer for Haas Online, H-A-A-S, and they're the creators of the Haas Bot. It's an uh, AI trading bot that you can use to trade crypto. So, Ronaldo, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing yourself? Good. Yeah. I'm really glad to talk to you guys. I've, I've always been fascinated by this kind of thing. So, uh, how did this idea originate? Tell me uh, what, what, you know, either your background or the, uh, the founder's background, Stefan. Yeah, of course. So Hoth Online was founded in 2014, right around where, you know, Bitcoin started growing some more traction and the idea of cryptocurrencies being more than just, you know, kind of like a passive fad, you know, started to take hold and, you know, more and more exchanges started uh, occurring and, you know, money was going in and out, right? So the idea was at the beginning was just to create like a trade bot software that, you know, we could use. And then as, as it progressed, you know, the software got more and more advanced. And, you know, went through, you know, it's on its third iteration now compared to, you know, its first one, which was, might I say, not the prettiest thing in the world. But, you know, we're we're here now on, like, our version three. And, yeah, the, the software's just taken off from there. But I don't know if I answered that directly. But uh, essentially what we're trying to do is it started off as just, you know, a general trading or general bot, so scalping and, you know, very easy to implement strategies. And now we've ended up into an entire trading platform that has bots that run purely on AI. And then, you know, we have other bots that are configurable. And alongside that, we have trade bots, which are fully modular bots where you can insert whatever indicators and parameters you want, safeties, insurances, and you essentially can have a almost infinite amount of custom trade bots that you yourself create. Interesting. So um, will, the, will the bot allow you to arbitrage across exchanges? You know, what if uh, yeah, so Coinbase has a certain price and... Poloniex has a different one. Can you do that with the bot? Yeah, absolutely. So there's actually two separate types of arbitrage we allow. Um, the first one's obviously inter-exchange, so trading between common pairs, or I should say trading between different Bitcoin pairs within a given exchange. And then we also offer arbitrage across exchanges. And since, you know, most of the APIs either do or not allow withdrawal, what we do require is that you have a balance on each side and then, you know, after the arbitrage occurs, you'll have to, you know, manually rebalance your BTC wallet or balance. Oh, so you like settle, settle at the end of the night, essentially? Yes, exactly. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, and what other, and otherwise, uh, so what do you do? You you put in your goal for the bot, like the, the maximize the amount of BTC you have, or, you know, how do you run a bot? Like, what are some scenarios people use? 
Yeah, so I guess the easiest example to use is not, is to not talk about the arbitrage bots because we consider that more of our advanced feature set. Um, but essentially, if we look at something like our scalper bot, all you do is you specify which which Bitcoin pair on which market you want to be on. And we support quite a few of the larger um, popular exchanges, and we're slowly implementing more as we go through. But essentially what will happen is you pick the target pair you want and which side of the coin you want to accumulate. And from there, you then specify a certain percentage for it to do its trades within. So, for example, the scalper bot, if I put, you know, I want at least a 0.6%, you know, fluctuation in price before a buyer sells, I put that number in and then I just start the bot. And, you know, as long as it's in a sideways market, it will it will do well. You know, every single, uh, you know, custom bot like that does have limitations based on what type of market it's supposed to be in. Well, so let's say I'm doing Bitcoin and Litecoin on Exchange X, you know, okay. and I say, all right, I want to maximize the... Uh, the amount of BTC I have, and I wanted to trade whenever there's a you know a one percent difference. How will the bot? I mean, will it just trade endlessly until it gets you to a certain value, or like what what parameters do you need to put into it so that it can run properly? Does it just do one trade and stop? Does it do multiple? So that really depends on the type of bot. So we have everything. We have like about I want to say nine or ten custom like we call them custom bots but they're pre-made bots and strategies that we've already created and tested but for what you're talking about um, if we use our scalp or ping pot which is uh, the easiest to explain essentially all you would have to do is put in the pair you want which coincide and then you put one percent and the bot will run endlessly in that market until you tell it to stop so yeah there's there's no set goal percentages for any of our bots our bots can all run infinite or all our, all our bots will continuously run as long as you want them to. So again, if let's say I pick Bitcoin, Litecoin, I'm looking for a 1% difference and I tell the bot maximize my Bitcoin and I let it run for 24 hours, the bot will what? Continuously look um, at, at Bitcoin, Litecoin pair and try to scalp out small profits over time, like over and over and over? Exactly. So it'll, you know, generally with our, with our bots like that, we start them off on a dip. You know, there's still a bit of manual attention that must be paid towards our bots like anything else, right? They still require a bit of understanding of how markets work, but, you know, identifying a dip in a market is pretty simple. Um, once you do that, you start it up, and then it will check the current buy as long as it's 1% below your, your entry point. It will buy, wait for 1% above, sell, and then it will flip back over to a waiting position to buy again once the market moves right back down. And then, you know, hmm. slow, it will slowly accumulate its gains over time, right? When we're talking scalping, we're right. talking small amounts of profit, but doing it a lot. So we eventually accumulate a lot of profit. Well, the thing is, I figure you guys would have a lot of expertise on how to set the bot right and how to set it wrong. And if you don't do it right, the bot will probably blow up or, you know, not uh, not be able to trade effectively for you. So how much, you know, I know you you get into a danger zone. You don't want to really advise people because then they rely on your advice. But how do you, um, how do people decide what to do? What kind of bot, what kind of parameters to set and all that? How do you advise them or can you? So, so there's a couple ways we do it. So obviously, like you said, we there is a bit of a danger zone. We we try to tread on the line of offering the full, you know, here's how to do it. This is the strategy you want to use. Obviously, no one could really know that, especially with the volatile markets of cryptocurrency. So what we end up doing is is we we give them two functionalities within our actual software. We have the ability to back test any of our bots or any trade bots that you create, so you can test your mm. your current strategy against history. And we offer anywhere from, you know, two hours all the way up to two to three weeks on certain exchanges. 
And on exchanges that offer us even more market data or exchanges we've already accumulated market data on, we can offer as far as three months to six months back. That's one facet to actually test your strategy before you just let it go. Another asset we, or another functionality we have is to actually we support simulated wallets. So you can actually go onto any exchange you want and within our software create a simulated wallet and trade against the current real-time market data using, you know, just numbers to figure out how that's going to go. And our process generally is you want to backtest your strategy to verify that your, your strategy is producing correct signals. Then you want to run it under a simulated account. And once it's on the simulated account, you can verify, you know, it's actually performing well on real-time data, and then you can finally take it into the real, the real currency and trade, um, actually trade against the exchange. And that's generally the process to find the winning strategy. Interesting. So, um, do you guys see the data for all your traders, or if I purchase a license, you guys don't see it? You just, you know, I get to use the software, and my trades are my trades. Yeah, so exactly. That's one of the few things that we're actually unique about. A lot of a lot of the current exchanges, or not exchanges, but a lot of the current trade bots all run in the cloud. We actually offer an on-prem solution. So once you get our your license from us, you're allowed to utilize the software on your own personal machine, a virtual private server, whatever you want to use it on. And we have we cannot see the trades you're currently executing. That's 100%. You know your information. We can't see it all. I mean, I thought the, the the goal is, you know, for it to be AI. I mean, if everyone can, like, you have a bot, an AI bot, where people can opt in to share their trading data to help make the bot better. Do you have any cloud-based ones where you crowdsource the data to, to make it better? No, we currently do not. The only bot that we actually have that is full AI is actually uh, Intala Alice. And Alice is, was created using, you know, three years' worth of history, get some statistics in there, Slap some indicator information in there, and then a little bit of AI, and suddenly you have this black box uh, bot that just executes trades, and it's um, fairly profitable. It was designed to run and trade within Bitcoin, but what a lot of our users are finding is it actually performs exceptionally well on Litecoin. So we don't we have another we have a another bot called Chelsea which operates on futures. Um, not as much talked about because you know future trading in Bitcoin not as big yet, but we do have that as well. So, but our main our main AI based bot is definitely Alice, and she is more than capable of creating really um, profitable trades. And generally, it's above 0.2 percent per trade. So it's fairly well when you have an automated bot consistently, you know, churning out different trades. So do you can uh, your users use the Alice or the Chelsea bot, or is that just for you guys? No. So everything that we create, so the way our software is created, it's what features do we want to use in our software? So our company is 100% ran on cryptocurrency. You know, that makes sense for us. Why wouldn't we be invested in the currency and, you know, have all our operations occur over crypto if we didn't fully believe in it? So we run everything on crypto and any of and our box software is exactly what we use to trade ourselves. Um, alongside the features we like, whatever features the community thinks will be very good for us, we'll evaluate them. And if we feel they are also very good, we'll implement them. And that's a lot of that. That's kind of how a majority of the features actually got created within our software. And Alice is 100% available to anyone who wants to use it. Uh, we have three different tiers of licenses. We have a beginner and a simple, or is, which is our intermediate and our advanced license. And essentially what, what we've set up is in order to get to those types of, you know, bots or understand how they operate, uh, each license has a different set of features enabled, right? And as you progress, you can actually get to the full um, artificial intelligence side. 
So which exchanges can you run the bots on and which ones can't? So let me, uh, I'm going to have to pull up a little bit of a list, but um, we offer currently a lot of big ones. We run on OKCoin, OK, OK Long Pill, another fiasco, uh, GDAX, Kraken, Poloniex, Binance. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other big ones that we currently support. It's, it's quite a bit. Um, and we're also slowly integrating more and more exchanges over time. And because, you know, there's a lot of exchanges out there and a lot of people are trading on either the smaller ones or the bigger ones, our software also has a price driver layer, which if we're not implementing the exchange people want in time, they can actually go in, create a price driver, and implement any exchange that we currently don't support natively. So we have a facility to where we don't support your exchange, you can implement it yourself and use our software. With Do the exchanges know that your bots are running there? Do they care? So we actually have really good relationships with most of the exchanges we currently operate with. And the reason for that is, obviously, we're making a lot of API calls. We want access to, you know, most of the time, in order for our bots to, act, to operate correctly, we need to make sure we're not, you know, going over rate limits. We have exact information on how many calls we can make, over what time frame, what occurs if we're not, you know, if we're overextending our API calls. So we do actually have a lot of ongoing conversations with them to make sure that we're not being disruptive and that we're within their, their allowed realm. And a lot of our software and a lot of those different rules are software handled by itself. So you don't really have to worry that, oh, I might get rate limited because I have this many bots running. Well, we take care of that side for you. All right. Well, so what are some of the, I mean, you guys have probably seen a lot of data. So what are some things you'd recommend for people? And what are some things they should stay away from? What, what do they? What do you see traders do right and do wrong, either make or lose money? So like anything else, uh, you know, you can't go in and use. So pertaining particularly to our software, going in and just buying a bond, expecting it to produce money, it, it, it's not going to work out well. You're going to have a really bad time, and um, mostly because it does require you to understand how a market's going. If it's in a downtrend, an uptrend, sideways. And a lot of beginner traders, what they'll do is, is they'll be like, well, I'm not making profitable trades myself. I'm going to go buy a bot, throw some money at it, and it's just going to make money. When in reality, that's not how this works. You still need to understand the different indicators that are being used by the bot and how they operate. Uh, we, we often, or at least myself and uh, quite a few others that hop online, often like to refer to trades bots to be treated as supplemental income. They're there to assist you and give you a passive income while you're doing your day trading on the side. That's not to say that they can't be your main trading source, but for most day traders, you know, it's nice to always have something churning out profits over time. So people have to understand what candlesticks and MACD, Fibonacci, Elliott Wave, that kind of thing in order to use the bot, not right? To, not to like the crazy extent, like, you know, Elliott Wave, we don't have a bot that can operate on Elliott Wave. You don't have to worry about that. Um, but we do we do expect a certain amount of understanding, right? You can't just so should I say we have a couple we have quite a few pre made bots which don't require that understanding. Just an idea of okay, is the market in an uptrend, downtrend, or is it sideways? That's almost more than enough for most of the bots to operate that we have created. For custom trade bots, for bots that are you know, pieced together by by yourself, that does require you to understand the indicators. You know, do you want, you know, and then you want a moving average bot, and on these specific parameters, I want you to buy or sell, and then, but I also want you to check, check the RSI, et cetera. If you want to go that route and get a much more complex bot with much more, you know, I guess say, yeah, complex, intricate 
then it does require you to understand how those indicators are actually being used. Okay. So the basics, like 30-day moving average or, uh, like you said, the, the RSI, you know, basic, basic kind of info is all that's needed, right? Yeah, to get, to get started. And we do have a lot of indicators. We have, you know, we have very complex ones. We don't support Elliott Wave yet, mostly because programmatically that's a bit difficult. We're looking into it. We're still trying. But, you know, for example, trend lines, you know, that's kind of uh, bread and butter for most traders is trading on trend lines. And what our software can allow you to do is most people are familiar with drawing trend lines on graphing or on, you know, charting software, whether it be TradeView or something else. What our software will actually let you do is you can create a bot that trades on those trend lines you're drawing and you draw them within the software itself. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. So what's a reasonable expectation for the bots to return to somebody and what's unreasonable, just ballpark parameters. Of course, this goes based on a lot of things, market, pairs, current income, et cetera. Don't worry, I'm not avoiding the answer or the question. I'll give you one. I'll give you an answer. But generally what we do see is most most traders who put the time and effort into learning our software do get a nice return on investment. They are able to cover their their license costs, which mind you, our license costs are you know, many would look at them and say, oh, you know, they're they're extremely expensive. But when compared to other bots, we're we're in the middle range. Um, but generally what it's what we're looking at is a, a novice looking into trading will maybe get 2% a month. You know, it's not a whole lot. But once they start getting into it, their bots can actually churn out 20s and 30s. My best was a 20% um, within a week. And, you know, that was at a very nice time uh, using one of our bots called a flash crash bot, which it's more similar to grid trading and just setting it up correctly. And like anything else, you know, we're we have a large community and the Hoff Online support is very active and more than willing to help explain and try to figure out, you know, well, this is how this bot operates and this is kind of what you're looking for when you want to, you know, implement it. So it really it really varies, but we have yet to have a lot of people or should I say the majority of our users have covered their license costs and turned a profit. Okay, and, and yeah, what are the uh, license costs, the various levels? So, like I said, everything's paid through Bitcoin. So we we have to, you know, constantly adjust, especially now when Bitcoin's on a kind of a small bull run right now. But generally, it ranges from. So I have the price chart up here. So our beginner license, which you know has its limitations, are it's zero point zero six Bitcoin, right? And let's see, what is that? Yeah, about three three sixty three ninety, depending on which exchange you're on. And then you know. After that, we have our simple license, 0, um, 0.11 Bitcoin, and then our advanced license, which is 0.17. And it's important to note that those prices right there are for a three-month period. But if you extend your license, we start adding you know, a discount to it, of course, like anybody else would. So a six-month license will actually get you a 10% off the base price. And if you go for a full-year license, then we'll actually take a 25% off. But as the uh, price of Bitcoin goes up, for instance, are you lowering the... Uh... The amounts or are you keep it yes safe? absolutely no no absolutely so our one of our main goals is to make sure that anybody has access to the software you know it's not just the institutions who can shell out you know a hundred two hundred thousand dollars for trade software we we're trying to be fully accessible we want to make sure that you know everybody has the chance to have the the advantage on the market in this case right if you're not if you're not trading with bots um, and you're trying to trade in these highly volatile markets or you're trying to trade on pairs that constantly get pumped and dumped you really need some a bit of automation to help, and that's kind of what we're we're trying to say. So yes, as the price of Bitcoin increases, we actually reduce our prices, or we just increase our discount coupon codes to match, especially during volatile moments. So, 
let's say we hit 7,000, then we'll up our coupon code so we don't have to modify the site because we don't know how long it'll actually stay there, for example. Right. Gotcha. What's, um, what environments would be good for the bot to trade in? What environments wouldn't? You know, so it, actually, can it work in any market or what does it depend on? Well, really, it can work in any market. It really just comes down to which strategy you're implementing. Obviously, putting the scalper bot, which is designed for a sideways market, into a trendy market, a downtrend or uptrend, will we'll get it stuck and you'll end up holding bags, right? Because you, it's not the right bot for the market. Um, so it really, it really comes down to we have a bunch of pre-made strategies which can cover a majority of the different types of markets you might experience. And if we can't do it or we don't have it built in, you can design a bot around different indicators to get you able to trade in there. So we don't really have it set like, oh, we're only good in a sideways market. All right, but there's no market you've seen that you really shouldn't touch and stay out of? Not, not, not as of yet. <laughs> you know, our bot's very versatile. It's modular. We can find a way to trade in it. Okay. What about for um, regular people that don't have a bot working for them? Like, since you guys are tied in with all the exchanges and everything, are, they, are the exchanges just, like, rife with bots? trading all over the place and are normal people at a disadvantage or what do you see? So I personally believe that individuals who don't trade with bots are at a bit of a disadvantage. That's not to say individual traders cannot overcome it. You know, if you're a really good um, trader, you, you're solid on your, you know, your technical analysis and your fundamentals, you can outperform a bot, yes. But what we find is a lot of people will avoid exchanges thinking they're riddled with bots when in reality, every exchange has bots running on them. That's just, you know, you know, the nature of the beast is you can't you can't avoid them. The market's moving quickly because these bots are going in and out quickly. And you know, you're a human can't operate that quick. You know, we're talking you know processing you know in seconds and milliseconds. And I wish I could say slower than that, but as we know, most Bitcoin exchanges can't operate faster than that, uh, especially during mm -hmm. high volume times. So is it is it just you know without a bot you're doomed? But I guess you're saying no, not really. No, not at all. I mean, like I said, an individual trader can still do very well. Um, a bot just gives you that little extra edge. It's nice to be able to hold a position and know you won't wake up <laughs> to, you know, a massive loss because you had a bot that added a stop loss to an exchange that currently didn't have one. Hmm. There's a lot of ways to use these bots, right? Most, you know, a lot of the ways that it can be used aren't directly with, you know, executing trades. It could be simply as, you know, we tell a lot of people who are learning how to trade in these bots. If you really want to use our software, buy the beginner license and use it to, to kind of keep yourself safe. We call them save me bots in the sense that it's a fixed stop loss or a dynamic stop loss that follows you while you manually trade. That way, if the price right. you know, comes down on you, it gets you out of the trade before you can, you, know, you can even think about it. Yeah, last question. Any surprises you see from all your oversight of all the bots and the traders and everything you know, that regular people wouldn't see because they're not in the industry and they don't, again, deal with all these bots and everything? I guess, hold on, can, can you say it again? I missed the first part. Any, any surprises you see, any surprises you see in the data or in people's behavior or in, you know, because you, you see so much data and you see all these bots running around and all that and the exchanges, any surprises you want to share with the people that you see? I, I guess the biggest surprise I have is that people make the assumption that there aren't bots in their exchange right now. And a lot of, a lot of traders get very upset with exchanges by saying, you know, there's a ton of bots running. Your, your, your exchange is riddled with bots. It's like, well, in reality, they're everywhere. And, you know, you can see them operating. You can, you know, someone isn't entering a bunch of, you know, a bunch of orders on the order book for 0.0015 manually, right? That's, that's occurring mm -hmm. to the bots trying to do, uh, perform a strategy. 
I guess that's the most surprising thing I've seen so far is that the reality that bots are everywhere has completely sunk in. Well, very good. So what's the best way for people to get in touch with uh, with Haas Online and uh, you know subscribe to one of the bots and ask questions? So like anywhere else, you can go to our website at haasonline.com, which is H-A-A-S-Online.com. If, or should I say, once you're there, you can reach us on the forum or the fastest way to get a hold of us is in our Telegram group. We run all our community support, our community hangs out there. And if you're trying to get a hold of us, have any questions, that is definitely the place to ask. All right, well, very good. Well, Ronaldo, I appreciate you being on the call, and thanks so much. It's been very interesting. No, thank you so much. It's fun. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.